AMD is finally fixed. Goodbye, Internet Explorer. And Photoshop is free? Before we get into the hot news, I need to let you know that we're currently live streaming our meme review over on Twitch. Come join us at twitch.tv forward slash UF Disciple. We would love to have you there. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And we're going to start off today talking about how AMD is finally fixing the problems that have been plaguing their CPUs for quite a hot minute. They technically have already kind of rolled out the fix for this, but a lot of this has been beta and pre-actual will release, but now it is official. The Agisa V2 1.2.0.7 microcode has now come out, which fixes the FTPM stutters that have been plaguing Ryzen CPUs for quite a while. This has actually been a major problem because you have to have FTPM on in order to run Windows 11. So Ryzen chips were actually hampered by upgrading to Windows 11 in order to make sure that they had this feature enabled, but now it should be fixed. But on top of that, there's also fixes for stability issues that were affecting the 5800X3D, as well as BCLK overclocking being allowed on that, and then official stable support for Ryzen 5000 processors on the 300 series motherboard. So this is everything AMD has promised that they were gonna deliver back in 2020, now finally getting delivered here in 2022. In case you don't remember, AMD's official stance when they launched Ryzen 5000 was that they were not supporting the 300 series motherboards, which a lot of people were bothered by because it felt like AMD was going back on their commitment to support the socket until 2020. AMD said, oh, sorry, we didn't realize you would be so upset by this, so we'll fix it. And here we are, June 2022, nearly two years later, they have fixed it. Hooray! Thanks, AMD, you really care about us. Are you clapping too? Kyler's clapping along with me. So the Agisa fix has kind of already rolled out, as I mentioned in beta updates previously, but it also rolls into it a few USB fixes that were featured in previous Agisa updates that maybe some BIOSes didn't actually come out for. But basically every motherboard vendor should have this update in some form now because AMD has made it official and you can fix the things that AMD said were gonna be fixed a long time ago. I'm happy for that. Have you been experiencing any of these Ryzen issues, whether it's been the USB stuff, the FTPM stuttering, a 5800X3D issue? Let me know down below in the comments. And now that AMD is finally fixing things, you could probably up your entire setup because of today's video sponsor, Drop. They currently have their summer staycation sale going on right now, and they have over 100 items discounted up to 36% off, including amazing items like their Grell IEMs are going for $139 right now, which is 30% off. Designer keycaps like the GMK Laser are currently 20% off or only costing 99 bucks or something like their over-ear headphones, which are impeccable like the Focal Elex, which are going for $600 right now, which is a savings of 20% or things like the PC38X Sennheiser gaming headsets. Those are 20% off right now. Again, they have over 100 items on sale, up to 36% off on keyboards, headsets, different peripherals, different keycaps, things that can actually make your life more pleasurable. 
that's I'm going with that phraseology here, especially as you're gaming, as you're enjoying things, IEMs to actually appreciate good audio. Drop has been a sponsor of Hot News for a while. We love their stuff. Everything they send me is golden. And I'm excited to tell you about the summer staycation sale. So check it out at the link in the video description. DRO.PS forward slash hot news hyphen summer sales or just click the link in the video description. Big thanks to Drop for sponsoring today's episode of Hot News. But we also have some indication now of Intel's next gen, the 13900 appearing in a SciSoft Sandra benchmark, showing off the 13900, not the K, with it having 24 cores, 32 threads. The clock speeds were a little lower than we were expecting from Alder Lake, but the L2 cache size is higher, and it's not the official launch version, but some benchmarks are up to 100% faster. Others are only 4 to 8% faster. It really depends on whether or not it's supporting SMID. SMID tests are 5 to 8% faster. Non-SMID tests are 33 to 50% faster on average versus Alder Lake or the 12th gen. So this does appear like it might be a decent little upgrade. We're getting a doubling of the efficiency cores on this generation compared to Alder Lake, and hopefully that will mean faster setups all around. And Apple is bringing faster setups to their MacBook Pro, them confirming that the M2 MacBook Pro, the 13-inch, will be available for pre-order on June 17th in case that is what you want. You'll be able to pre-order it this Friday for it to start delivering next Friday. However, there is no announcement as far as I'm aware of the MacBook Air M2 being available for sale. It's supposed to be released in July, but as far as when the pre-orders go up, not 100% clear at this time. And also, what's not 100% clear is what's going on in the crypto market because let's get into the crypto stonks. Bitcoin, whoo! Suffer it mightily. It's down 4.35% in the last 24 hours to put it at $22,171. I'm pretty sure the last time I filmed hot news, we were closer to 30 grand. Anyways, you can see that it's had an absolute just crumble. I think it was down 15% yesterday. When I recorded for Monday's episode of hot news, we were right around $30,000. And now it is, it is tumbled quite a bit. Ethereum also taking a trip down the stairs, down 2% on the day to be at 11 1197. That is a tough number right there, dropping from 1800, which was already a really low number for Ethereum. Dogecoin also down 1.24% to be at 5.4 cents. But while crypto is having a rough time, uh, GameStop having a great day, up 5.3%. Look at that meme stunt go. It's up to 124.55. But while it's not clear why crypto is hitting so hard on the brakes, there are a few things that are probably inspiring the tumble just a little bit. Celsius, which is essentially a crypto bank that allows you to deposit your money or crypto money into them and they lend it out very much like a bank would, even though they say they're not a bank, they're a crypto bank. They're not FDIC insured, so if they go under, you get nothing. Anyways, they paused withdrawals because the price of their cryptocurrency and obviously various other assets went down. This obviously inspires fear in the market when a major player or a major exchange actually pulls out and makes it so that you can't get your crypto money. Less confidence going into that. This is kind of roughly the same thing that happened with Luna where there was kind of a death spiral. It doesn't look like it's as bad as it was with Luna and it doesn't look like it's as shady as it was with Luna. And there has been a little bit of recovery going on with the Celsius token dropping to its lowest point of 24 cents, but then kind of mostly regaining a lot of losses it's had. It's up 73% over the last 
24 hours, it peaked back up to $1.13. It's down from its all-time high. It's not quite clear whether or not the confidence to put assets into Celsius will still be there, or whether or not the token will actually still recover, or if this is a dead cap bounce. It's kind of hard to say at this point. But in case you want a good breakdown on what exactly is going on with Celsius, CoffeeZilla actually released a video on this. You can go check it out right up there in case you want the full explainer for it. But on top of that, it also came out that Coinbase is announcing that it's laying off 18% of its staff, which you would think, uh, you know, a crypto company, they can't have that many staff. Well, apparently 18% is 1,100 people that they're going to be laying off with the CEO sending out an email uh, that they are going to get an update in the next hour, whether or not they're being kept on or kept off. But it'll go to your personal email because they made the decision to cut access to Coinbase systems for effective employees because the number of employees who have access to sensitive customer information and the only practical choice to ensure not even a single person made a rash decision that harmed the business or themselves. And essentially the spiel coming out from the CEO is that they grew too fast during the crypto boom because the crypto market's collapsing and we're in for a crypto winter. They have to mitigate against that. And so they're cutting a ton of jobs. But just to put into perspective how crazy Coinbase grew, at the beginning of 2021, they had 1,250 employees. They will have 5,000 after the layoffs that are happening right now. So Coinbase still doing all right. They, you know, they still probably can afford that Matt Damon Super Bowl ad that they had, but it does suck that a lot of people are losing their jobs because the crypto market does appear to be in a bear situation. But you're going to have to bear with me as I tell you about the hottest tech deals out on the internet with UFD deals. Reese bringing you the hottest tech deals across the internet. We've got Noctua's NHD15s on sale for $100 right now over on Amazon. The Apple Pencil 2 also on sale for $100, which is a 23% discount. And then on top of that, you've got this Team Group T-Force Delta, 32 gigs of memory at 3600 megahertz plus a one terabyte SSD, only going for $200 right now or savings of 40%. If this was 16 gigs, this wouldn't be a great deal, but the fact that it's 32 gigs actually makes it a pretty decent deal. You can check all of that at the link in the video description. And you might want to check on your Ford Mustang Mach-E in case you have one because Ford announcing that they have to recall nearly 50,000 Mach-E's due to battery safety issues that can make it so that you can lose power while you're driving or you're not able to start off the vehicle and you're going to have to get this fixed by Ford in case you want that. And you can't fix Internet Explorer anymore because it's dead. As of today, it is the last day for Internet Explorer on Windows. It's gone. It's forever be gone. OK, you can still kind of use it if you use the Internet Explorer mode in Edge. That's going to be supported until 2029. So you still have a little bit for compatibility reasons, but the actual desktop application, no more support. It's gone. Windows 11 doesn't even have Internet Explorer, but for Windows 10, it's it's no longer going to be a viable option moving forward, which uh, Reese Catlin, you guys might want to inform the South African government that they can't use Internet Explorer anymore because uh, I think it's time to move on. Ma'am, can you give me protection from yourself? <laughs> And Sony is moving on from their previous PlayStation Plus experience, which was just giving you two to three games for free a month, plus a few discounts. Now it's going to be a little bit more similar to Game Pass, where you have a library of games that you can take a part of with the PlayStation Plus Extra setup. And that has officially launched as of two days ago. There will now be up to 800 games at your disposal with a mix of big name titles like Ghost of Tsushima, Demon's Souls, Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Spider-Man's Miles Morales, 
Palace, a whole bunch of other things being added into this collection in case you actually want to play these games for the monthly price that they're charging. A little bit more like Game Pass. It's tolerable at $15 a month, I think. Uh, it's not as robust as Game Pass, but uh, it, it's a good first effort by PlayStation. Hopefully enough people subscribe to it that they realize that it's profitable and that they should actually, you know, continue to upgrade the library and put more expansion into it, which is what I'm hoping Atlas will do because it got announced that Persona 3, 4, and 5 were going to be brought to the Xbox and PC via Game Pass. Well, it turns out that it's also coming to Steam as well as PlayStation 5 updates for these games as well. So you don't just necessarily have to be stuck to Xbox, but Xbox decided to announce it during their showcase. And during the Capcom showcase, it got announced that Resident Evil Village is getting a few updates, such as a third person mode as well as DLC for Shadows of Rose. And then on top of that, there's going to be a mercenaries mode with new playable characters, including the nine foot tall vampire lady that everybody wants to step on them. And I want to step on over to Heights website and purchase this PCI Express 4.0 riser. This is the most beautiful PCI Express riser I've ever seen in my life. Why have companies not been doing this for the longest time? OK, it's a designer. PCI Express riser, okay? It looks like a graphics card almost. It comes in three different colors. It's absolutely beautiful. I enjoy this. It, like this makes a whole lot of sense. It might be slightly covered by your GPU depending on how tall your GPU is or what slot you put this into, but I, I actually really like the aesthetics of this, which you would think that this is gonna be really expensive because of that, but it's honestly not too bad of a price. It's coming in at $80, which it, they say it's a luxury aesthetic high performance riser cable. That is true, but considering the base price of a PCI Express 4.0 riser cable is anywhere from $50 to $80 already. The fact that this one, which looks better than all of these options, like this $90 Thermaltake one or this $70 Lee and Lee one, this is actually not a terrible deal. So height, I, I kind of like this. That is not a sponsor spot. That's just my thorough opinion of it. Let me know what you think of this designer riser cable down below in the comments. And AMD thinks that Sapphire leaking its Radeon 6700 GPU was a bad move, but it's real. The 6700 is a new GPU. It's announced, it's out, it's official, but it's called the RX 6700, not Radeon. RX, okay, it has to be in there. The RX 6700 has to exist. Anyways, it's official, it's out. There were already box prints of it not saying RX, but it turns out AMD wants it to be called RX. So this is like a minor detail out there. There are some benchmarks, especially synthetic ones coming out, showing that it's roughly 10% faster than the 6650 XT. So that makes it a decent step up. It's kind of the in-between between the 6650 XT and the 6700 XT. So you know, maybe, maybe check it out in case you're looking for to your GPU. In case you're looking for a new vulnerability in your CPUs, well, look no further than Hertzbleed because this is getting announced by researchers that they found a new vector of attack for Intel and AMD CPUs by using the dynamic voltage and frequency scaling. They can actually deduce how with the changes in power consumption that it takes time for a server to respond to specific carefully made queries, and then they can get a power side channel attack into that through simple timing attacks. At least that's what the article it says. Anyways, uh, Intel and AMD coming out and saying, this is cool. 
We understand this is a vulnerability, but according to them, uh, we do not believe this attack to be practical outside of a lab environment. Also note that cryptographic implementations that are hardened against power side channel attacks are not vulnerable to this issue. So neither Intel nor AMD are planning on issuing a microcode update to fix against this because it looks like it's probably not that big of a deal. But what could be a big deal for a lot of people is some changes that Adobe is making to Photoshop. They are currently testing out a freemium version of Photoshop in Canada, which allows you to access the web version of Photoshop for free. And then they're potentially planning on paywalling certain features for Photoshop in order to make you pay in order to access the premium features. But the general version of Photoshop will be free, which is actually pretty important considering Photoshop is pretty ubiquitous. There are free alternatives that you can get out there. there there's things like GIMP and several other ones that are out there like, oh, what's the one I use? I think it's called Photopia, Photopia, something like that. You, you can get alternatives, but actually having access to the real Photoshop could be good for creators out there. Additionally, Lightroom is also getting an upgrade where you can now color grade videos. You could also trim off the beginning and the end in case you want to do that. It's not going to become a fully fledged nonlinear video editor, but it could be good in case you just need to color grade a clip and cut off the beginning and end in order to make it usable for a client. So that will be available as well. And I will no longer be available because this is the end of this episode of Hot News. I will see you back here tomorrow, my friends, for more tech news. Don't forget to come join us over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash UF Disciple for meme review. It'd be lovely to have you as you're done watching this episode of Hot News.